0: And she is also a consulting hypnotist. She has been working in this capacity for 20 years. And she and I both agree that there are a lot of myths about hypnosis, a lot of misunderstanding. So Dory came up with her top 10 list of myths about hypnosis. Dory, welcome.
1: Thank you. I'm very happy to be here today.
0: And I love what you did with your coming up with this list. I agree with the myth, with all of
1: the myths you listed. Let's start with number 10. Okay, so myth number 10 is through hypnosis, you will be able to recall everything that ever happened to you. Yeah, doesn't that just sound too good to be true? <laughs> really too good to be true. You have one hypnosis session, and suddenly every single thing that happened to you You have instant recall, and you remember everything. You know, and I can see why
0: some people might think that. Your subconscious mind is a big computer that's storing everything that's ever happened to you. But there's some discretion in how and when that information is, you know, some of it you don't need to know, right?
1: Yeah, and... If I've had people, I've had uh, people coming in for sessions that they've misplaced their wedding ring or they hit some money in their house and can't remember where they put it, or they needed to recall an event like an accident. They had an accident and they've forgotten things that they did, that, things that they want to remember. And a hypnosis can help with that. So for those specific areas, when someone's coming in, you can have memory of those ideas. And will you suddenly remember everything that ever happened to you? Not and that's not in my experience that that happens that's a good thing that would be overwhelming <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: so needed information yes and you've done it right
1: yes yes and it's been very very helpful so myth number nine is you will become dependent on the hypnotist oh wow so that's great that as they go to the hypnotist that they'll have to keep going and they'll become dependent on that person and. They can't live their life without that hypnotist.
0: Boy, that is scary. You know, I I take the approach. I want to teach them the skills and let them use them themselves. All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. And when you learn how to manage your mind, there's a lot you could do on your own. Have you found that to be true?
1: Yes. And there is a place when you need a hypnotist, when you, I call it facilitated hypnosis, where... You aren't objective on your own behalf. You you aren't seeing things clearly. You need some help in that in that place, and then other places where you can use that self hypnosis and continue your journey. You helping yourself. So definitely both parts are needed, and it it's about empowering you. It's a, and living your life and having what you want, not becoming dependent.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's about motivation, and
1: yeah, yeah. Totally agree. So myth number eight is hypnosis is like a magic wand; it is an instant cure. You feel the pressure of that one. <laughs> <laughs> that, there's a lot of pressure there, and there's been some amazing things that have happened um, with hypnosis that it, see, it may seem like that, like wow, that seemed like I had a magic wand or a silver bullet or something, and yet when you understand the process you see where, that, where, that power, where the magic wand really is. And I really like yeah. the explanation. It, it isn't the hypnosis. It's the power
0: of your own mind. To me, it's like hiring a fitness trainer. And, you know, they, they can outline the, the diet, the exercise plan, but you're the one that's going to be doing the work. So I, I consider myself a guide. I'm helping the client navigate through their their mind but they're the ones doing the work and it is the power of their mind and their willingness to be open to that that brings about the magic wand the
1: miracle effect i totally agree and that facilitator i consider myself as a facilitator and a facil means to make easy so with the facilitator with you with your client with me with mine we are helping it make it easier for you to have that change. And yet it depends on where you are and what's, what the situation is and what your mind, where, you're, where you are with your mind and your perceptions as to how easy or hard that is. There's a lot of factors in there. And I agree. The magic wand is, is that person's mind and that, that person's essence. That's, that is the tr- that's the magic wand.
0: People are unique. Each person is unique. What may only take one or two sessions for one client, may require several more for another it really is an individual
1: matter yep that totally is true okay so myth number seven people who get hypnotized are weak-minded people cannot be hypnotized because their will is too strong and disciplined so that in a way there's two two different myths kind of put into one That if you can get hypnotized you're weak but if you can't be then you're you're too strong-minded and disciplined and i've heard people brag oh
0: I've never been hypnotized. I can't be hypnotized. What do you think of that claim when someone says, I have never been hypnotized?
1: Well, they're obviously unaware of their life process. (laughs) Have they ever believed something something someone's told them? Have they watched television? Have they watched commercials? Have they, and you read in the mail, there's all kinds of ways to be hypnotized. And uh, what our job is, is to dehypnotize for those areas where someone doesn't feel good enough about themselves or think they aren't worthy or they're not worthwhile. All these places that people, their self image is low. That's being hypnotized and believing those ideas. And then we, we dehypnotize for those ideas. And then we're bringing in the truths, the new ideas, which you are always good enough. You, you are, you do matter. You have a purpose, all of those things that build that strong, Sense of self, we bring those in. So we're dehypnotizing and hypnotizing in the same in the in in the same session.
0: I, and I want to I want to bring up um, you you tried a technique with me, Dory, and this replacing this. I'm not good enough. That somehow gets ingrained in us when we're little. And and remember, children are very susceptible. They they believe anything an adult tells them and adults may not even realize what they what they're doing but they can send this program to the child program the child to believe that they're not good enough they're not smart enough they're not whatever and you used a technique that and again we were working together so it was the power of the human mind but you were able to reverse that from i'm not good enough to I've always been getting that. That was was awesome, Dory. Really, really impressive.
1: That's very important. So if someone says, I've never been hypnotized, you can say, you never were a child, I guess. I guess you never were a child. (laughs) Because we do, it doesn't even have to be a direct suggestion. It could be a comment that someone makes and they don't even know that you're taking it wrong. And then it's going in that person, it's going into a negative. So it doesn't even have to be that you said a negative but that person can, it just travels that way until it turns into one inside them.
0: Advertisers use it all the time. Have you ever bought something? You thought, why did I buy this? Have you ever become so absorbed in something you're doing that if if another person wanted to get your attention, they'd have to shake your shoulder or call your name several times? We're allowing people to be hypnotized on purpose with a goal, with a reason, and it's not weak-willed because you're in control. The whole time you were working with me, I was in
1: control. I did not give up any control. You are always the chooser. The person being hypnotized or being worked with is always the chooser. You're always, you have to say. And uh, I, I have a story about a television. I was, came home one day in the evening, turned on the news was sitting in a alpha state, kind of a dozing. I wasn't totally asleep, but yet I was below beta, which is that hypnotic state. And I remember that the anchor, the anchor person was a woman and said, the flu is going around. You are you are going to get the flu. It's, there's an epidemic and it wasn't COVID. It was before COVID, but it's secure going to get this. And I remember feeling that go in, feeling that suggestion, go in and accepting that suggestion because I was in a hypnotic state sitting up and saying, no way. And I had to sit and work from, with myself for a few minutes to get that out because, no, I didn't want to get the flu. And then a few days later, they said, well, we were right. Every, we had all these people got the flu. Well, they probably, they did a lot of it came from the hypnosis. People just accepted that, not realizing that went in. And I had to, it took me a few minutes to take that out again and say, absolutely not. This is, uh, no way. No way am I getting this flu. But, you know? Yeah, you had to combat that suggestion. <laughs> I, I had to, on purpose, take that out because it went in really easy because I was in the alpha state. And that's one of the dangers of watching television and sleeping or dosing state because you don't know what's going in when you're sitting in front of the television. You don't know.
0: And I've heard of authority hypnosis. So, you know, that we look at the newscasters, we give them some authority, medical staff. I, I understand that they need to be very careful about what they say to their patients Maybe years ago stroke patients were told you'll never walk again and it became a program in their mind. And
1: now I think hopefully they're waking up to the, their power because the, people do see that as an authority figure. And that's one of the places, as we both know, that where when there's an authority figure, that's more likely that, that that suggestion will go in and that we will believe what that person says but then authority. So we need to watch, be careful where there's authority figures in our life and say what what is real, what isn't real, what am I, what am I taking in? Is it accurate?
0: Especially now. That is critical. Love that one, Dory. It is
1: critical. So myth number six: hypnotists have special powers. Oh, don't you wish that was true? <laughs> I want the power to clean my house. <laughs> That's right. yeah,
0: just, no, and, and, and we don't, we're just people, right?
1: Yes, we're just, we are people, we are in our own process, we have places where we need help, I say everybody needs a hypnotist, including the hypnotist, because we all need someone to work with us and help us in our own areas, but one of the reasons why this this one has come about is because in the olden days, and maybe new, maybe it's still happening now, I haven't been to it. hypnotist uh, stage show for a while but where the hypnotist says I'm in your I'm in control I'm controlling your life I'm the one that has the power and that was all very dramatic and it makes it fun and all the words are really powerful and yet the truth is it's always with that person that person always is the chooser no matter if you're in a stage show or wherever you are with that with hypnosis you are always the chooser and that's one of the reasons why because Stage hypnotists in the past have said, I have special powers. I can, I will control, I can control you. And I, I remember
0: I grew up with all those movies where the hypnotist was the villain. Yeah. And they could even hypnotize someone to harm someone they loved, you know, or do something. And it, it's, that's just not true at all. Yeah. And I, and I also know some stage hypnotists. And they've told me they're screening the volunteers very carefully. They're looking for those people who are eager to get up on stage and quack like a duck. Yes, the
1: ones that are, you have to be willing. And the people who are willing are the ones that get on stage. And they're the ones that are, it's going to work for them. And they're they are allowing it to be, exactly. And they're the ones that want to be there. And those hypnotists are taking, sending to back to the audience, the ones that aren't working as well and aren't as easily following their instructions. And so, and the people are choosing, the ones on stage are choosing to go through that experience. And if anyone hasn't had that, it is pretty amazing. I have had that experience to let yourself have that experience of doing something totally outside of what you, what you normally would do. And you would definitely want to go to, to a show that's done by a hypnotist who is honoring of you and not, sometimes some of the shows are kind of raunchy and, Low energy. I wouldn't go to those kind, but there are other ones that are good, and it is fun to have that experience—to be able to have that of doing something totally outside of the box that you've never done before, and it is a, there's a feeling of freedom with that.
0: Yes, and remember, you can't. No one can be hypnotized to do something that violates their moral code. You can't hypnotize me to rob a bank. It just doesn't work
1: that way. Correct. Yes. You are the chooser, and you can In any time. If, if I say something in a, in a session that is, is kind of off for that person, I'll give you an example. I did a session where I, a person who was wanting to, a woman who was wanting to exercise more, and so she was going to go in, get out of her car, go in the door and do exercise first thing, you know, take care of it, maybe go to the bathroom or do a few things and then go right in and exercise right th- at that time. And I had her, I forgot to ask her which door, and instead of just saying a door, I mentioned a certain door, and I could tell she started coming up out of the hypnotic state because I had used the wrong door, and and I had the thought come to me which one to use, so then I immediately began to say the correct one, and then she relaxed back down. I was doing the correct door for her, and it worked out, but she wasn't going to accept that door. She wasn't the right, and she was coming out of hypnosis, so that's the that's the power that the individual has is if it's not, if it's not right, they're going to, you, you just pull yourself up out of hypnosis. You don't have to wait for me to do it for you. You can say, no, this isn't working. This isn't what I want. And you come out, you, you'll be out of that hypnotic state. Okay. So number five is myth. Number five, hypnosis is not an effective therapy, medical or otherwise. And
0: I, you know, we there, I was impressed Through the National Guild of Hypnotists, the research they provide, there have been a number of studies demonstrating, I read several on anxiety, any issues related to anxiety, uh, smoking cessation, weight loss, that groups where hypnosis was used were much more effective than just you know, talk therapy, your usual program. Uh, hypnosis is used very effectively in, in childbirth. And they're finding, again, comparing a control group and a test group that women who are trained in hypnobirthing report much more calm, comfortable, and sometimes even pain pain-free
1: births. It's amazing. Hypnosis is good. It's really good for the pain relief. And I know two people personally who have told me personally that they practiced, they got permission from the hospital. They got permission from the, the insurance company. They got permission from the doctors to actually use hypnosis rather than anesthesia for two surgeries, two actual real life surgeries that did the hypnosis instead of anesthesia. It worked out really well. They had the surgeries work successful and it it totally worked so that's one way another place is to use that anesthesia this is where each person needs to check in for themselves and say here's a medical condition where do I use hypnosis for this where do I use the medical doctor What, what kind of doctor you need to find those answers for yourself sometimes maybe using hypnosis instead is the right thing and sometimes it's using that traditional medicine or whatever that procedure is medically, and then having hypnosis help you through that, using it as a pre and post session for your surgery so that you you heal well and you're doing well. I know I've done cancer uh, patients who are working in in the cancer center. I've had call me and help them with their symptoms from chemo, help them get through their treatments, not replacing the treatment, but help them get through it. So this is where it's an individual thing. And we're not suggesting that you that you do, that you replace hypnosis with a doctor. It's like each person has to see what is it the right thing for me in this area. I I agree.
0: And I I personally know of hypnotists who work directly with a dentist, with a, a dental clinic or a cancer clinic specifically with that concern. Again, working with medical professionals. Myth number four, hypnosis will only work on certain people. I think that goes back to the only the weak will the weak and and there are some some men who like to think oh this only works for women <laughs> I think it works on anyone who is open anyone who's ready for
1: change and is open to the possibilities well I look at it in the place of what you're doing is using the four brainwave patterns beta alpha theta delta and Everybody has those four brainwave patterns. And that one reason why the children are more susceptible is they live in that alpha delta on an ongoing basis until they're about eight. But when you go, as I mentioned earlier, when I sat in that chair and went in that dozing, I went from beta into alpha. I was in a a trance state where hypnosis works beautifully, where suggestions go in beautifully. So if someone tells me they can't be hypnotized, which brainwave pattern are you missing? Which one don't you have? And I don't, I doubt that there's anybody that is missing, is missing those or very few people that are missing those brainwave patterns. So if you have the four brainwave patterns, you're going to have that, that susceptibility for those suggestions. It's, a, it's just part of being human. Very well put. Excellent. Myth number three, you can get stuck in hypnosis and be unable to wake up. Unable to, I would use the word to emerge because it's not going to sleep. And it's not about waking up, but you're going into a trance and you are emerging from that. So I would say if second can, I've been unable to emerge. I'll, put, I'll use that word. Isn't that like saying you'll, you'll fall asleep and never wake up? Yes. As long as your heart is still beating, right. you will wake up, yes. right? If you're in a coma, I mean, there are certain medical conditions that if, you know, that, that happens. But yes, healthy person or free of that coma state you are going to, yes, you're going to, you're going to emerge from that place. And if, if you, if I were to do a session with you and then just leave you and just walk away, put you in hypnosis, you're in a chair, relax, just walk away. Two things would happen. You would either come up on your own and just go, Oh, what happened there? And where did that person go? And what am I doing in this chair? And then get up and do you go about your normal day or you would fall asleep and then you would sleep for however many minutes, maybe 10 or maybe an hour, however many minutes and then you would wake up, so you wouldn't be coming up from a hypnotic state. You'd be coming up from a sleep state. Those are the two things that would happen. I agree, and I've heard of someone saying, "Oh, we were." I was at a
0: stage show, and this girl couldn't come out of hypnosis, and it is that is not accurate. Maybe maybe she didn't, unless
1: she didn't want to come. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Didn't want to. And sometimes when someone doesn't want to, you need to be more firm, and so that that stage hypnotist if that happened at that show, then the hypnotist would be more firm and say, Yes, you are now coming up because then maybe they didn't want to to come up. And that was their yeah. choice. Yeah. But long term you you would not stay in that Yeah, stage. but there, there there's no getting stuck in it. Just just
0: like if you you don't have to worry about going to sleep at night. You will wake up in the morning. You know, as
1: long as the heart's still beating, you will wake up. <laughs> you will wake up. You will emerge from that sleep state. Yeah. Okay. Myth number two, I have never been hypnotized before. Okay, we kind of, I kind of, yeah, this
0: about the strong-willed or weak-willed mind, you're right, we're hypnot, we go in and out of hypnosis several times a day, so politicians, advertisers, just the routine of the
1: highway. Yeah, highway hypnosis, watching a movie, getting involved in a movie, Getting involved in the computer where someone comes behind you and they're they're talking to you but you don't hear them because you're in a trance state, and until they touch your arm, it's like why aren't you listening to me? And it's, he didn't even know they were there, and he didn't realize you weren't hearing them because you were in a trance state. Yeah, multiple times, 20 times a day, you can be in that hip, that trance state um, where you are where hypnosis can happen. And the difference
0: is when you come to see a consulting hypnotist. You are choosing it. You have a goal in mind, a purpose, rather than an advertiser or someone else choosing for you.
1: <laughs> yes, you're coming in with this is what I want. And my job, as, you, as we are hired by you, we are your employees in that moment to, do, to give you what you're paying for. That's our job, is to help you to have what you want. And that's our only goal, is to help you have what you have decided you want. Totally, totally agree with that one. Yeah, and then again, we are what we're doing is dehypnotizing those things that have gone in unknowingly. And, and so if, if someone says, I've never been hypnotized before, I say, perhaps you haven't been in, in, a, uh, in, a, in a facilitated hypnosis session with a hypnotist, that may be true. And so you may be having a new experience in that way as you come in with your purpose, with what you want, having a new experience, that may be true. But but you have been, in other ways, hypnotized. That's our job to help take away, dehypnotize all those places that that are running you around. And that no longer serve you. All that. that. Never serve or never never did serve you. Yes. Yes. Number one myth in hypnosis, people can be made to say or do things against their will. And we've covered this in a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah. The people on stage... Are choosing. <laughs> They're choosing to be there. They're choosing to be on the stage. They're choosing that hypnotist. And again, I mentioned earlier, be, be aware of what kind of shows that person to, is doing and what kind of things they are about before you get on the stage so you understand what, what different um, actions you might be asked to, to, to be invo- uh, involved with or I'm not sure if I'm saying the words right, be participating with. And that is something that, that you are okay with.
0: I have seen some stage hypnotists who did motivational shows. They were just trying to get you to realize that you could move beyond your fears
1: and reach your goals, and that's that that can actually be empowering, very empowering. And that's a really good place to be when you're when with that with that hypnotist. And again, mentioning what we just mentioned earlier, Lou and I, we are here to serve you. We are here to do what you are wanting. So we're not, you're not going to be coming into a session with each, either one of us to say or do things against your will. We're going to say, what do you want? Let me, let me help you have that. And we're going to be, we are there to help you have what you want. And so coming in with a facilitated session with the hypnotist that you have made an appointment with, we are going to do what, we, what you're paying us for. That's our job. So definitely you're not going to be to do things that are against your will. And we went into this because we want to help people.
0: You know, I, when I discovered how powerful hypnosis is as a tool for releasing past trauma, changing habits, just learning to believe in myself. It's, it's really, a, your, well, your mind is amazing, right? Wouldn't you agree the human mind is, that's what it's all about. That's the amazing
1: tool. And in two thousand in two thousand I was it was suggested to me that I become a hypnotist, and which I did. But in the beginning, I had these same fears. I had these same concerns. I had the I don't want to mess with someone's mind. I don't want to be do, doing any harm. I had all of these that I had to go through and get my own education on, so that I felt comfortable with doing hypnosis. And so it's, these are very common. They're common because of our cultural experience, and no. Um, no shame or any blame or any anything for having these myths, just being aware that they are missed. Okay. I agree.
0: I agree. Dory, thank you so much for coming up with that list and all of the wisdom and knowledge you've gained in your years.
1: It's great. I just enjoy talking to you. I feel like I learned so much from you. I feel the same. I learn from you every day and, and, you don't have as you haven't had the years experience that I've had. And yet I see that as a nothing because we each have experience in different areas and different ways. We each have our own perception, our own life experience. And so I'm definitely not comparing. You have this many years and I have this many years. I just look at you and say, thank you for sharing, because I learn from you every day too. It's it's just, I just learn from you. So, We're going to go there. (laughs) And we're both in it to help
0: people feel free to reach out to either one of us. If there's any way we can help overcome fears, improve self-esteem, let go of past trauma, break old habits, form new
1: ones. Yes, it, it is a great, it's amazing. And it, I, I absolutely love it. I use it for myself every day. And when I need to have a facilitated session for myself, I go to another hypnotist because where I need help and where I self-hypnosis is, I'm not objective enough for self-hypnosis. So we, I say everyone needs a hypnotist, including the hypnotist.
0: (laughs) Good point. Good point. Dory, thank you so much. And you have a great day.
1: Thank you. You too.
0: We have just concluded another episode of In Supportive Families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, we appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week, and thanks for listening.